0: Log Talk Radio. Did you know that elders and others are losing their rights to liberty and property? Anyone can petition a court to have a person deemed incapacitated. What if that person is you? The adult guardianship system was created to protect incompetent people and their assets. A court-appointed guardian, sometimes a total stranger, can force you into a nursing home and sell your home to pay for services. Treasured belongings can disappear as you are drugged and isolated from loved ones. Why does this happen? Unfortunately, the courts don't have the funding to supervise and audit cases. A guardian makes all decisions on your behalf, taking control of your assets with little accountability. The potential for abuse is frightening. Luckily, not all guardians exploit those under their care, but when they do, there's really nowhere to go for help. The National Association to Stop Guardian Abuse, (NASGA) is working to reform adult guardianship to return it to its once noble purpose of protecting the human rights to life, liberty, and property and ending financial exploitation of assets. Are you or your loved ones protected? To learn more, visit StopGuardianAbuse.org.
1: Good evening, everyone. This is Marty Oakley of the PPJ Gazette Online, and this is the TS Radio Network. It is January 21st, 2022, and I don't know about you, but we're freezing down here, and I saw they had snow out in the Sedona Desert. That should have been an eye-opener. Something's going on. I imagine they got harp cranked up. Who knows? (laughs) But something bizarre is happening because they're pushing this climate change crap all over the place. And uh, it's not getting very far. And so, of course, if you crank up part which is used to control the weather, there is a document called uh, Weather as a Force Multiplier, Owning the Weather in 2025, put out by the Air Force. I wrote several articles about it some years back, but you need to read that thing and see what they're doing. Um, we're going to be talking about a lot of things tonight. And, um, Kazi, you there? Yeah. Well, she must have fell down. (laughs) We were talking just a minute ago. Uh, Well, anyway, we're going to be talking about a lot of things this evening and kind of clearing the air on a lot of things. Um, I'm telling you, the last year, this last year, aside from this faked-up virus thing, has just been insane. We have seen one bill after another come out. That is supposed to, you know, fix the guardianship system, and it doesn't even mention guardianship in most cases. Um, there is no criminal, no, nothing you do is cited as a criminal activity. Um, we have seen immunity granted um, by the courts to these supposed court officers, guardians, attorneys, uh, APS agents, so on, because they they work for the court, so they have immunity they need to go read the U.S. Constitution because it says they don't. But hey, who pays attention to that anymore? Um, We just, I'm telling you, uh, and we've got the Supreme Court. Why we call it the Supreme Court anymore, I don't know. Um, It has done so many things to the American public over the years that are unconstitutional, and it's only mandate. The only mandate it actually has is to compare the laws and complaints brought before it to the Constitution of the United States. And if it is in in violation of that, if it's contrary to that, it's a done deal. It's void. Uh but we see them doing what everybody else does, twisting and turning everything around, talking gibberish. I always go back to the um Roberts ruling on um Obamacare. And Obamacare uh, started out being a good deal, but by the time they got done uh, messing with it, what was passed was absolutely an attack on the public. And the Supreme Court came out and said, oh, oh, yeah, it was constitutional because the government had the power to tax. Well, no, actually, they don't. Other than corporations, they were never supposed to tax tax your labor. And, but they said that they did, the question was, was did they have the right to interfere in interstate commerce? And they said, they just kind of avoided that one. And um, But that was the actual question. Could they force the states to go along with this because it would require following a federal law and they, wanted to, they were trying to avoid funding. And so for those of you who don't know, when a federal program comes out, it's always as an act. Um, they always call that bill an act, something the government is going to do by force. And the only way it can get into your state and they can make the state comply with it is if, in this case, like Health and Human Services contracts with Health and Human Services in your state, and they first send out a memorandum of understanding and everybody must agree on everything, and once that's accepted, then the formal contract is signed then HHS federally comes into your state and begins its, it launches its business plan, and that's what this is, is business. But because you complied with it, they're going to give you federal funding, which you would better know as bribery. They have to pay the state. Uh, If anything would cause an economic hardship for the state, the federal government has to fund it. So you saw this funding going to states. Um, and this was why it's all contract. Everything is done under contract law. And <laughs> but you saw the Supreme Court come out, and oh yeah, this was, this was constitutional because they had the right to tax. They were never asked about that. Um, and no, they don't have the right to tax. I say they could tax corporations on their net profits, but they were never supposed to tax your labor. That was something they brought in later on. Ain't you happy? Anyway, so we see more bills coming out all the time. And please, people, please, please read the bills. Just because it has a sweet-sounding title doesn't mean it's a good deal. I always go back to 2019, the Elder Justice and Protection Act of 2019. Only there was nothing in it that would protect the elderly unless they had a cell phone or computer because it was all against internet mail scams and that kind of thing except in the middle and Senator Grassley stuck a whole section in there that said to further empower and fund these organizations to help protect the elderly and here was every possible agency individual that we battle on a daily basis over this guardianship thing there was never any mention of guardianship there was never any mention of the breaking of laws even under international law. The law against isolation. It is done without exception in every case. Every state has statutes prohibiting isolation or seclusion as they call it in some states. And yet, this is what's done every single time and all of a sudden everybody goes deaf, dumb and blind. And what this does, especially to an elderly person, is it messes with them psychologically. Uh, they begin to withdraw. They become paranoid. They they become terrified. And the, the mental disintegration is fast. And then they say, see, they were incompetent. Even if they weren't incompetent, when we kidnapped them, they are now. And they take everything from them, phones, radios, TVs, false teeth, hearing aids, everything to dehumanize them. And they're not allowed to talk to anyone that they know. They're not allowed to have visitors from family. And many times the family and friends have no idea where they are at because they've been stashed someplace and nobody will say where they are. It is a sick system. We've been fighting it for years. But I am determined that this year is going to be the year of change. Kaz, did you get hooked up here? She's a-trying. Um. Yes, you must be muted. <laughs> uh, not on this end, sweetie. Not on this end. But anyway, so we don't have any bills. What we're going to be working on this year is some bill writing and things that need to be in there prohibiting isolation, among other things. But what we also need to do is... We need a federal law that absolutely outlaws this stuff, that calls out criminal acts. And, you know, preying on someone, mm-hmm. making your living preying on individuals um, is not the way to go. But, but we want to work on something that addresses each of the issues in guardianship that is an attack on the rights of the individual, that is a criminal act. There needs to be the criminal act cited. There needs to be um, uh, enforcement, and then who does the enforcement, and ultimately what the penalty is. And But we don't see that in any of these bills, none of them. Uh, that Chris bill came out here a while back, and everybody's, oh, we got a bill. Oh, please. Uh, it was just, it was absolutely, I, had I been him, I'd have been embarrassed to put it out. But, of course, as we know, these people have little to no conscience.
2: Kaz, you hooked up? Yes. Can you hear me now?
1: Yes, I can hear you now. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I,
2: I feel like the holes are attacking me, and they don't want me on hand. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Uh, well, Peggy's going to call in. Peggy Dupree is going to call in about 845 Eastern Time. And uh, to talk nice. about her petition um, okay. to Congress and um, and about the USA Guardianship Task Force, which is just booming. Um, but she's going to call in for a few minutes and report on that.
2: Here go. We have,
1: yeah, I don't know. We have just been in it so deep. I, I know, Kazi, when we came back up after the winter break, you know, after Christmas and all of that, mm-hmm. it's like everything just exploded. Um I I don't know what's going on.
2: Um, it, yeah, oh, yeah. We even went out with a bang with, you know, learning about what was it, December 15th, everyone was going to be yeah. held in contempt of court. I mean, yep. we went out with a bang in December and it just, yeah. It's pretty it's yeah. pretty big right now. There's yes, so much is. going on and and I think uh maybe we can play some offense, not some defense all the time because yeah. they're, they're starting to mess up and get sloppy.
1: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they always have, but we didn't know what to look for, you know, in most cases. We didn't mm-hmm. know exactly, but, you know, after so many years of doing this, um, you see all of these things that just jump out at you. And I'm thinking, why didn't I see that before? And But this is a convoluted system, the probate system was set up almost simultaneously across the country about twenty years ago, and the excuse was that the state level courts civil and criminal, but mostly civil, were just swamped with just it was terrible cause with these family and elderly cases, so they had to set up a new system where they could handle just those things, gosh, you think. And so they set up the probate system, only they call it a court, but it isn't. It's a probate. It's a tribunal. And it took you out of civil and criminal law, took you out of the protection from the Constitution. You have no rights. You have no rights. Um, And these people can and do do whatever they want to. And people are, you know, due process is one thing that really always gets me you're supposed to, in any case, be provided due process, meaning you get served notice and that whole nine yards. They don't even do that in most cases anymore. They just show up in that movie, I Care A Lot, where she just shows mm-hmm. up at that woman's door and says, Absolutely. I'm your guardian. And this is happening more and more. They do not have to follow due process. This is not an Article Three constitutional court. This is a private commercial equity court and they are after your equity and um Mm -hmm. but you don't get a jury trial the only state i know of that allowed jury trials was in probate was kentucky and two years ago they were trying to stop that because too many people were utilizing it and dodging this and um but this this was set up specifically i remember i was at the minnesota legislature when they were running it through there and i got up and spoke and i had a judge approach me in the hallway and he said marty marty you see you don't understand he said um there's so many of these cases and i said really and he said and and we had to we had to do something he said you know uh because otherwise we would have had to have hired more judges and found you know least more courtrooms and I said, "Isn't that what you just did?" Yeah. And he got mad. I said, "Only you set up a tertiary system that doesn't have to abide by the common law or the constitution. And it is a an entity unto itself." And cause you know something that really bothers me. What is the federal mm-hmm. government and state government? Mostly the federal government. Oh, two things we can, we can't get into because this is state business. And the Supreme mm-hmm. Court can't get into it because anything that's in REM, meaning in motion, in the state, belongs and is the property of the state. Well, you give them federal money. So that means you can get into it. If you hadn't provided yeah. any funding out of anywhere, you, that would have been true. But they set up these tertiary courts, their tribunals, and people... Or their life actually ends yeah. right when that uh, mm-hmm. that that starts. And um, you know, I keep trying to explain to people that think this is you know no big deal. You lose ag- legal agency and legal capacity, meaning you lose the right to your own identity. Yeah, you lose all the rights oh, yes. associated yes. with that. There's
2: stories where, well, there's stories where the children of these, of these people who have been put in guardianship can't even post a picture of their own right. parents. I mean, you no, can't because post, they, you be, yeah. they yeah, are your parents. They are owned, can't, they, they are you, you don't have permission to post a picture. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Your you, own can't
2: mom your yeah. Yep, you can't talk about them. Yeah. You can't talk about them. Can't post a picture. I, I, you, I you. can't visit them. Yeah, you can't question anything. It's nope. it's yeah, it's crazy. And if you call yeah, the it's... police, you know what the police will tell you? Mm, this is a civil matter. You'll have to take it up in court. Well, uh-huh. when they're racketeering, good luck with that because you're not going to win. Yeah.
1: Well, you know? then see in all of these states, every state has been reorganizing statutes, everything, so Mm -hmm. that uh, you can't get out of probate. Like we have so many, how many cases, uh, cause, where there has been criminal activity, racketeering most specifically. Oh, yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. But kidnapping, all kinds of stuff, you know, just exploitation. And you cannot get out of probate and get into a civil or criminal court because they got roadblocks up everywhere. Once you're trapped yeah. in the system, in most cases, there is no way out.
2: You die in the system.
1: Yeah. And when they get everything they can get out of you, off you go to hospice.
2: And they do right. the deed. And, and after you're dead, it's still not over. You think it's over? Nope. Because now, they're coming for the house. They're coming to confess yep. the will. They're coming yep. to say how much more money they're owed. It's it just never ends it just doesn't end right no it, and the
1: guardianship it, is supposed to end upon death
2: but it does but it doesn't no uh uh-uh. no. it's a it, there's a playbook now that i've gone from beginning to end in my own experience i see it and then i'll and then i will meet other people and you'll start to see oh okay this is the progression this is how it's going to go down it definitely it, it keeps following a pattern the whole yes the whole way through so you don't think they're going to yeah. come after the House and contest the will and come after – oh, absolutely they are. Oh, wait, your parents yep. met with the lawyer like years before, and they have all their paperwork in order? Good luck with that. That means nothing. Yeah, They'll throw it all it out. It doesn't.
1: Yep. Yep. And see, and this is something else that should be in a bill, and we need to include this in our bill, to stop these mm-hmm. hearing examiners and uh, ministerial clerks posing as Mm -hmm. judges. They are not judges. That has a specific meaning in the law. They are not judges. Them discarding pre-standing legal agreements and instructions. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, power of attorneys.
2: Yeah, they just get thrown off. Wills get thrown out. I mean, it's, you know, oh, well, they, and basically what they say is that that person was just too stupid to have made the right POA decision yeah. and the judge will make that decision for them i mean they yeah. didn't leave the life. they don't know who i mean yeah it's super disgusting and it seems there, to it, be a, a weekly occurrence that a new person is reaching out to us i, I mean one two yeah. people a week it's just at yeah. least it's really like Deadly. it's almost like a network that's just really coming together and especially with myself being involved in montgomery county pennsylvania This has just happened this week and, and, well, pretty much since December when we had met, Mm -hmm. you know, the one gentleman. And Mm -hmm. it's just been – on. and they meet – we meet up at Shenanigans in Montgomery County Facebook page. So they go to the Uh Shenanigans page. They read the court records. They see these different YouTube videos and everything, and they they see who's writing comments, and they go on Facebook – and they'll, you know, read through the comments and I believe that Facebook page has been up, I don't know, five, six years, I think. I uh-huh. think they have maybe five thousand followers or something like that. I think uh-huh. I don't know. I would have to go back and look. But anyway, they go and they see who's making comments, who's, you know, doing that. So if you want somebody to find you and you wanna be secret about it, just go onto that page and look in who's making the comments and then click on their, on that person, many of us will have public profiles. so You can go onto our Facebook page and send messages. So nobody knows right. that you're contacting us because we know as – and, yes, hello, or good evening, odd holes. We know that you're listening right now because, you know, we've let us know that you listen. Making sure Definitely. we don't talk about certain people so that we cause trouble. oh no i know you know marty and i'll get in trouble but anyway um i know we laugh (laughs) yeah. but anyway yeah so that's how everything can stay secret nobody knows who's facebook friends with who these odd holes aren't going to figure out who's linked up with who and they should be nervous because there's a lot of us that are linked up we're not on facebook they're you know, private, sending private message or, you know, sending the shenanigans and then he's contacting with people and everything. But it has really grown into quite, I mean, quite the meeting place. And it's not even a dating app. It's not even a dating app. It's like, (laughs) let's go meet people on this Facebook page and and we're going to become friends. I mean, it's 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 really taking off. And I know that you had yep. said, I'm going to ask Mr. Shenanigans what his um, numbers, if he's starting to see more numbers coming up. Because I know he doesn't okay. post as much as he used to in the beginning. He's been busy. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I will, I will ask Mr. Shenanigans about that. Okay. Because it's definitely it's, been a, a such a valuable, valuable Facebook page. Yes. Just, well, you know, remember Marcia validing. Southwick
1: had that uh, Boomers Against oh. Elder Abuse and had 150,000 followers yes, on it. it and they claimed they, yeah, they found her on the dark web and took her down. They did not. Um, that was direct. You know darn well that was pressure from Bar Association, from the Guardianship Association and all of that because they were getting out at oh, big yeah. time. And so they came well, up I with was this need- excuse. Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: I met people on that page before shenanigans. I was meeting people yeah. I mean, it was it was so powerful. So 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 powerful. And yeah, they take mm-hmm. it down.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well I got taken yeah. down here what about four months ago, three months ago. Just wiped my page mm-hmm. out. And um uh but I several times got into it with Facebook. They said they said I had violated their policies and standards on the one thing, and they were giving me a warning. I had just gotten yet another porno film dropped into Uh-oh. my news feed, and so I sent it to them, and I said, well, this came in on my news feed. I said, this is okay, but me <laughs> posting about guardianship isn't. What is your problem? Well, and what are your I policies got... and standards? Right. And um, And I sent it with the picture attached, too. And it was some chick on her hands and knees with her butt to the camera and everything the good Lord gave her exposed. And a big headline that said, yep. want to see my, you know. and mm-hmm. But that popped in That's three or four okay. times before that stopped. That's okay. That's wow.
2: okay. Yeah. And, um, I, I but, got in trouble once because I gave a guardian, oh. uh, guardian Erin McDevitt, I gave her a one-star huh. review. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And I. Yeah, yeah, I got I got in trouble. Oh.
1: She couldn't handle
2: her one-star review.
1: <laughs> oh. me Christmas,
2: they ought to I have a, blocked.
1: you know, something. Oh, I geez. got blocked
2: from, I think it's the Montgomery County District Attorney page. I'm blocked on that Facebook. I'm not allowed to post.
1: Oh.
2: I think that's oh. the page. Yeah, I know. I know. I know, Marty, oh. sometimes people, I know, I'm like so nice and sweet, just like you are, and oh. they block me on yeah pages like what's up with that at I, least mr shenanigans mr shenanigans hasn't blocked us we no. got that going for us you know i don't yeah. know
1: that i've been blocked anywhere if i have it didn't make any difference because i wasn't going there anyway but <laughs> there, i know yeah. you know and uh maybe
2: I'm, no, naughtier you. I'm naughtier yeah, than i'm naughtier than you that's how i oh my gosh
1: right. you, didn't wow. send them, you didn't send them a <sighs> big giant cinnamon rolls that's what's wrong
2: yeah but yeah the naughty one
1: <laughs> yeah um but we are still looking for David Italiano. Um, oh he's God. been sucked up in the system and stashed somewhere, and at one point they knew they had even given him a, another name to hide his whereabouts. If anyone out there knows the whereabouts, where he's being held, um, that's David Italiano. Please, please contact us. You can get us at tsrad One. Um, at uh, uh, com Had a little moment there. and um, But please, if you have any information, in fact, I encourage everybody, if you have any information on any case that will help people to free their mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, son, daughter, whomever, loose with it, uh, these people are just up against the wall fighting, trying to free their family members or their partner or, you know, just a good friend from this system. And it just, I, I don't know, um, it, there doesn't seem to be any help anywhere. And you know, something else, go back to these probate tribunals. And, you yeah. know, that that promo that was done for NASCA that we play, he talks about they yes. don't have enough funding you know, to audit mm-hmm. and take care of it. Why would you set it's up any kind day. of a system like that and not provide funding to make sure it's operating the way you said it was going to?
2: Why, mm. why is
1: that? Mm-hmm. Why, because you want it to thing? operate
2: in a different manner. Yeah.
1: That's right. And you don't yep. want all this criminal activity exposed
2: because this system no. serves
1: a purpose. If you haven't caught on under the covid Oh, that's such a load of crap thing. Uh, The only people dying are in hospitals and nursing homes for the most part. Now, you need to think about that, and most of those people are age 60 and over. So we have a targeted group of people who they claim if they sniffle or sneeze have some mysterious virus that they haven't been able to identify or isolate. And they do all sorts of things to them. And when you go in, particularly if you're over 60, when you go in the hospital, they immediately stop all medical care for any underlying comorbidities, as they call them. Like if you've got heart trouble, diabetes, high blood pressure, anything that you're on medication for, they stop all of that immediately. And they start the protocol for COVID. And they're using a PCR test that can't detect this virus if it even exists, and no one has yet been able to prove that it does. <laughs> I find that highly questionable. And, but you're watching a culling, and if you look at this globally, um, this is absolutely, you're seeing people 60 and over most especially. And when you hit 80, it's like in high gear being wiped out under this so-called COVID banner. And you're seeing a global culling happening. They're getting rid of the elderly people. Um, The lady talked to in Japan said we had elderly people in our neighborhood, and they owned their own living space. They don't call them homes there because they all have, like, compartments, as I understand it. And these people, they came and took them away. We don't know where they went. And then all of their belongings were sold, and someone else is living there now, and we don't know what happened to the person that was there. And this is going on steadily in Japan, Australia. Oh, my God. I would hate to, as bad as it is here, I would hate to be there. Um, and hopefully now we'll there's have another,
2: Yeah, and there's another country. There's another country that reached out that yes. I know we're working with. Yeah. So we're going to be breaking another country, another country.
1: Yep. And uh, so it's just, you know, uh, this, this is a global deal. They're doing this globally, this culling of the elderly, but they want to rob you blind before they let you go. And that is exactly what they are doing. And there are billions at stake as we speak. And the estimates of people under trapped in these guardianships is 1.3 million to 6 million here in this country. That's just here. And nobody knows for Mm -hmm. sure, supposedly. Again, I find this questionable cause. Yeah. Every probate court has computer records. How is it you
2: don't know? Well, you You know what, Marty? They would know if you cheated on your taxes, they would probably know that you cheated. How is it you can't figure this out? I'll I'll guarantee you, if you didn't claim some w-2 because it's tax season now if you didn't claim some kind of income that you made you worked a job for two weeks or something you didn't claim they'd catch it yeah they know how to yep. watch i'll guarantee you they'd catch it yep. and well, and big, yeah and under obamacare didn't it? you if you didn't have in, if ahead. you didn't have insurance you had to pay a 600 hundred dollar penalty remember when yep. that was going on well yep. they probably yep. would catch it so they knew if you didn't have insurance or not, they could figure that out to give you a $600 yeah. penalty? That's something, isn't it? But they can't figure yeah. out the guardianship. That's really something. Well,
1: that's, like I say, who would set up a system like this and not adequately fund it? That was intentional. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. there was no funding provided so that no stamps would be collected. And now they're coming back now with everything computerized and saying, oh, we, we, can't, we don't have any way of collecting the stamps. You're a liar. You're a liar. Then don't
2: collect my IRS stats. There you go. You there you know? go. Then, yeah, you but, can't. Uh, you can't figure out. Yeah. Oh, my yep. goodness.
1: Exactly. Uh, it's just, this is god-awful, but we're going to be working on <laughs> uh, petitioning a bill, um, forwarding a bill, and seeing if we can get any takers on it. But if you're looking for one of these make nice and, my goodness, I'm starstruck because a senator a representative spoke to me, mm-hmm. you ain't, you know, don't go away somewhere else because I really don't care who they are uh, or what they you think know, they are. kind of
2: more, like, glory hog-ish. Yeah. That yeah. You're gonna get, yeah, I mean, that's, like, yeah. more We, glory we don't hog do that.
1: And, by and the way, it's the half yeah. hour mark, and um, <gasps> it seems to me... That it's time. Hog report. <laughs> it's time for the hog report. All <laughs> right. Away,
2: All right. Yeah. So the hog report is brought to you by Shenanigans in the Montgomery County Facebook page. Everyone needs to go over there and give it a like, and scroll through and read some of the posts, and definitely watch those YouTube videos. I believe that they're linked up on that Facebook page too. They are pretty, pretty awesome, and I believe Harvey has one that Shenanigans posted, and it is done to the beautiful music of Charmaine Sowards that she allowed us to do it to, so great stuff to go look at that Facebook page. So today's hog report is going to be a little bit different, Marty, because I'm going to share a story, but it's going to make sense that we're talking about a hog when I get to the end of the story. So as many people okay. know, I live here in Wisconsin, and we just had a guilty verdict handed down yesterday to a, um, a terrible murder that the story has gone uh, national, depending on the different news feeds that you had looked at. And it was Chandler Halderson. And this is a young man in his early 20s, and he was living with his parents. His father was a CPA Not sure what his mother did, but they lived in Windsor, Wisconsin, which um, I can get to Windsor, Wisconsin in like 15 minutes. So they, you know, this really hits close to home. So by all appearances, this, you know, gentleman just seemed to be like everyday 20-something year old and he was still living with his parents and he had told everybody he was going to, you know, Madison Aircraft Technical College, and that he was also doing some kind of stuff like scuba diving with the police department, like doing scuba rescue. And then he also was saying that he was getting ready to graduate, and he was telling everybody the different big companies that were giving him offers. And he had, you know, Oh my gosh, he had so many great things going on, Marty. I mean life the world is good. So this kid's living at home. It was a nice Windsor has nice homes in there. I mean less Windsor. I mean, hello. The Windsor the Wind that's the Royal's last name. So anyway, Windsor, Wisconsin, nice homes. A CPA makes good money, you know, has parents together, you know since like high school sweethearts and here he was living in the home and he was doing all these things and then it was around fourth of july and he's reported his parents are reported missing because they never come home and all the news is all over this and oh my gosh where are these parents and oh they were at this parade well it comes to find out there was no parade up and they had said they'd gone up to some cabin with some friends well there's no parade up there see when you start to tell lies it starts to catch up with you. And so he's talking about the parades. Now, remember he's talking about all these degrees and job and he's telling everybody this and it did not appear that people who knew him would have thought that there was something wrong with him. He was just a very, from what everyone said, a very nice young man had the family was a nice family and so he was charged with murder of both his parents. And now this is, you know, because people listen to the guardianship stuff so they can hear this girl's part. So um, there's a farmer over in Cottage Grove and there's, this is like like this, I bet this wasn't in the news articles, but I heard it because I know someone who lived over there. Vultures fly around the farms. And if you see a bunch of vultures flying, you call the police. And then they found part of the body of his father. So anyway, his parents end up being chopped up into all kinds of pieces, scattered all over, with, all over the Madison area and different <laughs> reserves and everything. They try him for this crime. Do you want to know why he did it, Marty? Now, here's where we're going to get to the Glory Hog thing. This kid is why? obviously a sociopath because his parents found out. That he was telling a lie about going to MATC. There was no dive team with the Madison Police, and all these job offers that he was supposedly getting—they were all lies. So his parents oh, no. called him out on the lies. So he killed them. And the moral of the story, because this is this is a glory hog. When you see this, you need to look really close. A, this is a kid who is saying all these great things that he's going to be. He's going to, you know, I'm on this dive team. All these people are giving me job offers. I'm graduating from MATC. They were all lies, and he had done it so good, just telling lies, telling lies. And everyone seemed to think he was just this normal kid and that there's nothing wrong. But when a glory hog gets called out and caught In their deception, they can turn so vicious as to cut up, decapitate, and spread your own parents' body across the Madison and suburb area. This is how deadly dealing with the glory hog can be, because that was textbook glory hog behavior, saying that you were something that you weren't, and then you got called out on it. And they were your own parents and they were good parents these are the two people that would have done anything for him till the ends of the earth and he kills them and lies about it this this is why a glory hog if you call them out and you find out what their lies are they can be deadly and this is a very serious warning that we are now going to heed on the hog report, because knowing how to, how to call a hog out, how to recognize that they're a hog, that they're a narcissist, sociopath, once you get these skills and you start to see these personalities, you'll become very, very good at picking them out, because unfortunately, there's many of them out there. And the fact that this kid got busted by his own parents the people who probably loved him the most, loved him the most and he killed them and he did it in such a disgusting way. And that she is, how the, That is, and that has been, you know, I don't know if people are reading the news, this story, he was found guilty yesterday and this was a uh, trials going on in our area um, for a couple of weeks. And so it's been all the, all the talk. And it's just so, it's just so disturbing because, it, you can see this is a sociopath kid, and nobody, right. nobody, nobody said that they thought anything was wrong with him. And this is how he, right. this is how he did his parents because they and that right. was the motive. He got caught in his lies. He got caught in his lies. Too so and then try and then makes up this lie, missing person. No, well he had you know, cut them up and spread them all over the area, the body parts. I mean, it's a really disgusting story, but it's, but it's a real story. It's not a made up story. This is real. This is what a sociopath glory hog kind of person. This is how they behave. And this is the extreme. And yes, the extreme. this This is on the, this is on the extreme. And I think people need to be aware when you go to the extreme, and this kid had no previous record. There is nothing to make you think yeah. that this is something. Well, but he got caught in his lies. Well,
1: you know, Cos, and we've both been faced with uh, a few particular glory hogs and the mm-hmm. one in particular will attack and attack and say all sorts of insulting things and accuse you of things and claim they had conversations with you or situations that occurred with you none of it ever happened and when you yeah. call them out on it <laughs> um they fall back and play the wounded victim um you know uh, i'm i'm so tired of after all my hard work i no you just got busted and uh, mm-hmm. But this is, you know, when you deal with these people, just watch out. There's these little indicators, little flags that this is what you're mm-hmm. dealing with, this sociopath, narcissist, yeah and call them glory hogs. Um, they're never yeah. at fault. And um, you're picking on them. Uh, you're insulting and maligning them if you question what they're saying or doing. And they quickly turn it and twist it to where they're the wounded victim. And you just attacked mm-hmm. for no reason, and you know these are things you have to, you really have to watch yeah. out for, Um because uh, you yeah. know we've talked many times. This is like walking through a minefield of crazy people. You don't know which head's going to blow up next. And right, um, and this is, is, is a cult.
2: perfect example. Who yes. could have predicted this? And that they, yeah. that he was so psychopath that yeah. he killed his own parents because they caught him. In his fantasy lies. I called just him got on a on it.
1: message here from from uh, Daniel. He said, um, you're going to the extreme. Uh, I understand there's problems, but don't you think equating this type of personality with murder is going a bit too far? No, we're showing it as
2: we, as an
1: extreme result of yeah. what could happen. Oh, in yeah, the
2: extreme, that that yeah, yeah. That was his motive. Yeah, it was extreme. That was his motive. It wasn't to say all the
1: glory do this there's we're go, saying that you know. in the extreme it could go to this but go
2: ahead yeah well yeah absolutely and the fact that nobody nobody thought that this kid was capable of something right. like this I think it just also goes as a warning when you think you yeah. know someone wow yeah. I mean and yeah. you know he was just living this grandiose life It just really, it really, it really hit home because I'm like right here, the court was going on and the fact that I knew someone who saw the vultures flying around the farm and that didn't even get into the hearing or anything. So we were hearing stuff about, you know, the police were all over their farms and where the body parts were just thing. And, you know, he did all this because he figured that he could then play the victim Oh, my yeah. parents are missing. And then no one would find out that he was telling all these lies about his glorious right. life. I mean, yeah. it's just, And they all yeah,
1: do that. It's, it's, it's glory hog to the extreme. Yeah. 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 But they all do it. They inflate their credentials. Um, you know, they, if they, you know, how many of them we see? seen, you know, I say they get starstruck because a senator representative talked to them. Oh, and they have a close mm-hmm. working relationship. No, you got them on the phone. It's not a close working yeah. relationship. You know what I'm saying? It's just this overblown nothing can just be what it is. It has to be mm-hmm. blown up into um, that puts them a couple steps above everybody else. See, I'm so important. And then when you get to dig it mm-hmm. in, what you find is little of anything they say bears out. And yeah, you know, just, if it, anyone it, it's wants really... to read
2: the whole, yeah, read the whole story because I just recapped it in like five minutes. It's Chandler Helderson, Windsor, Wisconsin. the the uh, The hearing was here in Dane County, Wisconsin. You can go ahead. It, it's made national news because i have seen it in different news feeds. So yeah. it was it was quite a disgusting thing, and they really did the trial pretty. F- pretty speedy because all this happened just around 4th of July and he was found guilty yeah. yesterday oh wow Yeah, uh,
1: we've just got a ton of people logging in here and um, so it's, oh how, how, yeah. many,
2: uh, how many Pennsylvania area codes do we have are the Atholes listening in what do we got well
1: I have a tremendous number of 907
2: oh and, I wonder where that's equally, from I don't know Nine oh seven, I get it's somewhere. Up. Let's if see, Pennsylvania. We usually, is. usually uh, I see usually I see six one zero two one five is a pothole. What is that? Nine oh seven. Someone Google yeah. that and, and message that to Marty.
1: Yeah.
2: See, we're teaching everybody okay. how to be an internet sleuth. You Google Google it, <laughs> Google it and see where it's from. It's gonna be it's gonna be. Um, let me get. I'm gonna take guess. Let's see if I'm gonna win. I'm gonna guess it's down near Allegheny County, Pennsylvania. That's the zip code. That's the oh. area code over there. That's my guess. Oh, okay. What's okay. your guess, Marty? Well, we've got a. I
1: don't know. Um, I'm not familiar with them, but then we've got another. We have a fair number of nine one eight. And um, nine
2: one eight. Okay. I,
1: yeah. So I don't know what that is. So we one got number even.
2: nine. Yeah. All right. Who's gonna do their homework and message us? <laughs> what is it? Nine zero seven in 918 uh-huh. i i yeah. bet you there are two there are two counties in pennsylvania right next to each other well, is my guess, apparently is
1: listening to the show then
2: yeah yes we know yeah. that because they don't like us
1: no they don't They've
2: been, <laughs> i don't know why they, they were mean to us sure. and we had and we even had to have our pastor lightning what, what did i name him pastor lightning rod yeah <laughs> i have i need to check in with him Hey, if you're listening, um, Pastor Lightning Rod, we need to check in. We have got uh, yep.
1: Peggy Dupree here, and Peggy and uh, Betty Gosnell are on with us uh, on Tuesday nights. And Peggy has a has just formed the USA Guardianship Task Force organization, and she's got a pesi- petition that she's starting. So, Peggy, you want to talk about this? Good evening, ladies. Thank you for
2: having Hi, me Peggy. on. This-
1: Hey, I'll make it short
3: because I know you got a lot of important things to cover, Marty, because yeah. uh, USA Guardship Task Force is a lobbyist, and what we're doing is we're filing a petition to Congress, and I have two proposed bills I'm opposed with Florida Governor Ron DeSantos, the 1032 and the 845, and you wonder mm-hmm. why I'm doing this. It's going to stop them from going to any jur- jurisdiction to take people and to custody in the state of Florida. You can live in Missouri, and if you're traveling through Florida just for special services, you can be taken into a partnership. So we need to to stop this Bill 1032 and H45. It's very dangerous. These bills are nothing but to control the people and to protect the public officials from immunity. So we're going to be doing a petition to Congress, and I'm also working on uh, HR, 56th bill to Congress, where it's, uh, they're, they're giving more public officials more protections uh, against uh, being sued and stuff. Uh, I'll go in detail later about that. But the petition is very uh, detail-oriented. It, it protects all United States citizens and residents from other countries, because I'm finding through the business they're calling us from other uh, countries, saying my mother got put or father got put in yep. a foreign guardianship in the United States. Uh, they were murdered. They are kidnapped, uh, o- overly medicated. Now they're in hospice. I mean, this is human trafficking, and it has to stop. So if anybody's out there listening that's a resident of another country, this will affect you because what Congress is doing, if Bill um, Senate Bill 1032 passes, it will allow them to go to any country and bring you back with a U.S. marshal. Yes or the FBI. So please support the petition that I'm going to be having coming out within about eight more days. Uh, I'll be launching it on Marty's uh, show. And, uh, you know, the website is, you know, it's going to be on a government website. I'll tell you the information once I got it launched. Uh, you can go to our uh, webpage to check us out, all the work that we're doing. Uh, it is USA C. Uh, uh, gguardianshipcasttf.com. Uh, we're lobbyists. Like I said, we oppose any bill that will allow the government to own a person, a man, woman, a child. It does not matter what color of creed you are. I don't care. Nobody has the right to own you. And right now with this 1032 bill, Marty, I don't want to talk too much. Uh, the Indian tribe, I'm trying to get hold of the nation's Indian tribe to warn them because what they're doing is trying to violate treaties with the Indians and start controlling their laws, which uh, yes. is much bigger than what people realize what's going on with these guardianships. We have a lot of government trying to control us uh, like a communist country, and these fields, ever since Britney Spears came out with the corruption, exposing it, and other people, too – uh, people got talking, the citizens of the United States in foreign countries, about how they were losing their assets and how when you go to proper channels, nothing is being done, nobody's being held accountable right. or indicted. And these are judges that are allowing these court orders to go by. These doctors are controlling this industrial. It is the doctors. The doctors are the key components to these guardianships. They are the ones that have to write the order stating these people are uh, in capacity in order for the attorney to file a petition to the judge. And a lot of times you're finding that these judges own uh, stocks and these companies and stuff and they're signing an yes. the order so they become millionaires overnight. We need to really yes. investigate this. Uh, so I'm going to have a lot of a detail oriented in this petition to con- petition to Congress, excuse me, but it's only going to be a two page. So I'm really going into the critical components of these Senate bills and why we need to abolish the commission codes in order to yes. protect us. We have to abolish commission codes on the books. So that is what right. the petition is to, to uh, abolish the commission codes off of guardianship and DCF because right now DCF has, has jurisdiction. Granted by the DOJ has gave them authorization. So this Nancy Schaefer warned everyone about what was going to happen. DCF would have built infiltrate into other agencies and take over. And they are considered a racketeering enterprise. She had yes. over three hundred FBI agents verify. She went to Congress and she died for this. We have to support her uh, and, yeah. and support this uh, her. her Her movement that she was doing, because she was the only one that stood up for all of us to protect us. People, she—I think she didn't realize Marty how serious this was until she got involved in it. She probably just thought it was some dysfunctional parents. And once she got the FBI involved, and they proved that every county in the state of Georgia, Marty, where you reside. It's corrupted. And every state in Florida is corrupted. She realized this was bigger than what she thought. So that's why she yeah. went to Congress and had that special hearing to ask them to abolish it to protect the United States citizens and foreign people coming into this country and basically left her off of it. She lost her life because it, she's trying to do her job and protect us all.
1: Yeah, and yeah. CPS was started in, it was it 82 or 84, under Bob Dole's bill, um, CHIPS, you know, the health insurance for yes. children, and and they set up CPS, and it became so lucrative and corrupt so quickly that APS was modeled on it. It is a money-making deal, and where they, through CPS, <laughs> they trade and sell and lease out kids, Um it's APS disgusting. kidnaps, steals estates, and does whatever they want to mm-hmm. do. But it's it's all premised on the same thing. And I keep telling people this excuse from the federal government: they can't do anything because this is state's business. This is federal business. You're financing the whole program. Yes, and it is. Yes, and, so and don't tell me how you, you can't do anything.
3: That's why I'm filing a petition on the federal level to knock out all state levels, of all the states, United States, and to protect foreign people coming into this country. It has to yes. stop. Uh, now well, I want to mention DCF, and I, I won't talk too much, Marty, but they, yeah. they, collect, they uh, the lawmakers uh, sat down and they designed. Okay, when you're doing a DCF case, it could be a child or it could be an elderly uh, protective case. What they've done is they had to do jury trials for these victims where they had to prove DCF where the, um, the parents were abusing the individual that they claim. Well, now they come up with a law if they do it under the guardianship DCF. See, that's why DOJ gave them the, the, the federal uh, grant money to be over guardianship because then if DCF flies, they're shielded with immunity. Then they, they take over the guardianship. They don't have to do jury trials. You see what they did? So yeah. they, they cover up all the uh, criminal activity to protect themselves. So in this petition, I have listed every single uh, immunity that I can find that's on the law books to waive them, to abolish yeah. them, because no judge, should, no, no legislation should ever be on the books that will allow a judge to commit a federal crime and be shielded with immunity.
1: Yeah. Nobody should be getting immunity. Nobody. Exactly. Uh, that was if my you, point. If you break the, yeah, you break the law, you would be held accountable just like anybody else would be. If if the regular every, I mean, look what they do to family members. If they claim that they're abusing, neglecting, or you know exploiting somebody vulnerable, uh, I mean, honest to God, they they'll drag them behind a truck, hang them from a tree, do whatever they can, you know, just uh, disparage them publicly. They'll do whatever they can, and they'll put them in jail a lot of times. But you, and a, lot of, when it comes to and
3: a lot of times what these judges are doing, Marty, is they're putting contempt charges on people, and they're putting them in prison. Like for me, for instance, I have reported mm-hmm. the Medicaid fraud and federal kidnapping <laughs> of my son. I've already had several contempt charges trying to put me in a Miami prison for reporting a the crime. These judges are yeah. abusing their authority, and it has to stop. Nobody is well, protecting just... citizens for reporting crimes into law enforcement
1: yeah well, and that's the thing. Um, they don't have the power to hold you in contempt. They do not because they are not a judge. that is not a civil or criminal court. It is a specially specially tribunal. It's like a star chamber. And they don't have the power. What they do is they send the order for contempt over to a state level judge. Who signs it and sends it back? And that's actually who puts you in jail. It isn't that person sitting there masquerading as a judge. And I don't care how you yeah. sign it. The people sitting there supposedly adjudicating these cases don't have to have any legal background. They can be your drunk uncle or brother. They can be on there. It doesn't make a difference because they are not dealing with state or federal law. They deal with statute and code. You're in a foreign yeah, country, think, literally. But –
3: you You're have gonna. to remember, we're dealing with the racketeering mafias here because you made a point where that state has to, to do the contempt order. But in my case, the judge that committed the crime against my family was the one doing the order. They do not follow the laws, uh, Martin. No. This is what we're dealing with, and this is why we need to abolish it and get immunity so these judges that are breaking federal and state laws, can be arrested, and we need to have higher, higher penalties on these judges that are doing that. So they can't just get off on probation or, and be yes. and only three years. It's a joke. You harm a, a citizen and you gave an oath to protect the law. You're a judge. They should have higher yeah. standards, but when they break the
1: law, longer penalties for them. Well, these, these yeah. ministerial clerks in probate, uh, these tribunals don't have to have an oath of office because they are not a legal bona fide sitting judge. And um, they're a standard and they're acting under fraud there and presenting themselves as a so called judge. They are not. Um, uh, but I yeah, wanted to I point out too that the Britney Spears case. There's still a lot of racket going on around that, but have you noticed there is a total absence of what's gonna happen to the people that orchestrated this and the judges involved, mm-hmm. um yes, there, I there have. is nothing it's it's all about her it's and her dad, like her and her sister, her and her free.
2: mom. Yeah. Yeah. She's clean yeah. and everyone will go away. But yep. Yeah. One, they're not but telling is- the public
3: it's about Britney Spears. They're going to force force this young uh lady under uh decision support making and make her think, Oh, this is better for you. They're just altering the name from guardianship to support decision making. And protect. And the, when the laws get passed with the Senate Bill 1010, and it will watch me. It will get passed, Marty. You watch that one bill. Yeah. That one bill will state that you cannot sue any government official that kills you, harms you in any way under the Senate right. Bill 1010. Read that bill because it's very dangerous. So what they're doing is they got elections coming up. So they decided in Florida, well, we're not going to pass this bill because we probably won't get voted in if we do that. So they're yeah. trying to. Get this bill 1032 and HR 45 done to obtain the jurisdiction, and then once they're able to do that and escape the racketeering, it's called RICO Act, where if you yeah. commit Medicaid fraud across state lines, you are considered doing racketeering, wire fraud, mail fraud. Right. So they're writing laws for themselves to protect yourself from being charged under that RICO law. Yes, but. Yeah, it's very dangerous what's going on. And also people can contact us, Marty, on our Facebook page. It's called USA Citizens Guardianship Task Force because I will first launch it there, the uh, the petition, and a few, you know, less than a week, it'll yeah. be a the petition there, and then it will go over yeah. to the government side. It'll be delivered to Joe Biden, the President of the United States. I, I will serve it to him. But it'll be posted. So hopefully, we'll get a lot of. We need a hundred uh, thousand signatures. That will guarantee us a ballot to go in front of Congress. So I hope everyone signs this because this will protect oh, wow. you from being owned by the government and your assets being seized. So this is a very important thing I'm doing. Uh, they they've been trying to kick me out of lobbyist uh, Marty because I've been told to shut my mouth to leave this alone. And I I may have a limited time to do what I need to do to help other people, so I'm hoping people will take advantage of this while I still have the authority to do this and to Uh send this to Congress and sign it. Everyone, please sign
1: this petition. It protects you, your family, and your grandchildren and their futures. Well, and then that that one bill, I believe it was 1010, where Florida, isn't it Florida, Bill 1010, where they claim, and I went through this meticulously after you reported it. Okay. They claim that if you come into the state of Florida and you're there three days or more, even just on a vacation, a visit, whatever, and you get any service of any kind, Florida says it has jurisdiction because you were there. It does and you have jurisdiction. You, you, and yeah, yeah,
3: that's what I've been trying to yeah. tell everyone, and everybody keeps saying, no, no, no. Read the Senate bills. It states yeah. that. They will do that to you. And I'm trying to warn people about what's happening. And uh, I'm telling you, they almost, I have friends that's in legislation, they said they almost signed that 1010, but they decided to put it back in the review board until Uh uh, governor, uh, they they do their election because Uh they would have probably a riot on their hands. Because once the public is aware of what's fixing to happen, and uh, once the 1032 bill passes it's going to affect everybody in the United States, and then they're going to land yes. on this ten ten now Marco Rubio once that Senate bill ten thirty two passes now it has to go through Congress so I'm going to be fighting that through Congress too and sending him a uh, i got to send him a petition to oppose that too, which I'm going to right. be doing because I've been watching the calendars. So I'm making a lot of headways, and they're very angry with me up there. So I might not well, be in this lobbyist for
1: another year because they don't like people that stands up for civil rights. Well, no, they don't like people that contest anything that they're doing and outing mm-hmm. them on the crap that they're trying to pull off. Peggy, thank well, I'm you not for the calling only in. Yeah, I'm not the only yeah.
3: person doing this. this Lobbyists in other states is also we're, we're right. getting in line together and comparing notes, and we're trying to form groups like we're doing, Marty. And me and you talking, yep. being hopeful time to time, to expose what's going on so we still have a country before they take it from
1: us. Yes. And yeah. the thing, And when we talk about having the country taken from us, what they're talking about is having our rights taken from us, our, our freedom, um, any protections we yeah. have. And then they can do what they want with the outer shell on that, which we call, you know, our country but the, what it gets down to in the destruction of a country is the destruction of its population, taking its population mm-hmm. apart, rendering them... Go back to the Holodomor, 1920s, Ukraine, and Stalin starved 13 million Ukrainians to death while he seized all agriculture held it under a gunpoint with orders to shoot and ch- kill even children if they tried to access any of that food. At the same time, as, just like you see here, they are bringing in, from other countries, immigrants, low, low wage, low education. Uh, you look at our southern border, You that isn't an accident that that thing leaks like a sip. That's not an accident. No, it's not. And these people are ferried all over the country and dispersed all over the country. This is intentional. And... They're all coddled and, you know, given this, given that, taken care of, and we owe them, and maybe we do, maybe we don't. My point is this. We are being replaced, just like Stalin did. And when Stalin got Mm -hmm. enough of these foreigners in here, in his country, into the Ukraine, he killed the rest of the Ukrainians as much as he could. And then he went after these people he brought in, and they're the ones that actually took him down. Um, But it just history does repeat itself and but you do see the same things happening over again you know and i God, I hate to even bring it up but nazi germany uh, the first thing they did just like they're doing here and in countries around the world they went in and they killed the elderly and then they killed mm-hmm. educators and doctors and entertainers and <laughs> artists and anybody else and basically gutted the population and I know they say, you know, there was like six million Jews. Eli Wiesenthal said it was more like a million and a half. He was the one that ran the Holocaust Museum. He passed away. and But he said, but the other side of it is there were millions, six million or more gypsies killed. Uh, Poland, 13 million people dead. As they marched across Europe, the Holocaust was a European Holocaust. It may have started focused on the Jews but it very quickly quickly converted into something else. And you're seeing the same thing happen only this time they're not firing a gun. The shot is coming out of a needle. And but they're they're taking us out as fast as they can. I saw recently where and this this excludes what's done to people under guardianship, but that on average we are losing close to a quarter million people every year now or 60 or over. 160,000 people every year die in the hospital of malnutrition, of misdiagnosis, of neglect. You look at these nursing homes, the number of people, my God, why these places are allowed to run, I don't know. And I think, you know why I think girls would be good is if Congress, like senators and representatives had to go incognito into one of these homes. A yeah, weeks. I bet their attitude might change just a little bit. What do you think? Mm-hmm. It all depends. Uh,
3: Unless they they're sociopath
2: sit. and they won't care. When enough.
3: they had to sit in stool for about a week, uh, or not be fed, or not be showered, or not have their teeth mm-hmm. brushed, trust me, they'd rethink what they're doing. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Or make them like um, uh, Europe did after World War II. The people that lived around those camps, like um, Buchenwald and all of that, they made them walk through the camps. They said, you knew what was happening to these people, and here were dead bodies everywhere. I mean, the people emaciated oh, from starvation. Uh, it was just God awful. And They went in laughing. They came out vomiting and crying. And this is, you know, we're, we're watching history repeat itself, only they've, uh, they've sophisticated what they're doing. It's more sophisticated now. Um, they don't want stacks to get, yeah, uh, we cremate yeah. people now. Peggy, I don't know if you've ever listened, and Kazi, I, I don't know about you. Yeah, I think you listened to the show where we're in on it with me and Marcia Southwick about one of the first things that these predators do is if people have prearrangements arrangements for funerals, how they want to be buried, where, and so on. The first thing I do is dispense with that. And then the guardian. Mm-hmm can determine what's going to happen to them. And many times we find families don't know for weeks or months that their loved one has been dead and that, well, where did you bury them? Well, we didn't. We had them cremated. And that's to destroy evidence. But Marsh mm-hmm. and I um, think that what is happening is they are being used for body parts. Um, there is a huge, huge, huge underground business in body parts. This is why we they had this um, uh, live birth abortion. Those dead babies yeah. or the live babies are, oh, my God, it worth a, a gold mine. And they sell them to universities for research and this one for research and that one for something else. You can buy a shoulder and an arm or just a leg or you can buy the whole torso or just the head. And each of it is priced out in its own thing. And the first up I ever had on that was I had um, Barry Taub in Alabama, mortician, who noticed as he was preparing bodies that they were missing bones and tendons and everything else. This ended up being a whistleblower's case, but this was the first I heard of this, and this is what they're doing to these people. They have figured out how to make money off of them even in death. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they they sell off the body parts, and then they cremate them, and then you're not notified to way after the fact that they're even gone. And you look at Rebecca Furley there in Florida. Urns full of ashes of people she had cremated Um, April Parks in Nevada Same thing in a storage locker Mm -hmm. Urns full of ashes of people she had cremated They're destroying evidence That's exactly what you're Mm -hmm. doing You don't know how much of that person is actually in there Or not if they sold off parts of them And by the way, when they take body parts Most generally, about 60-70% to of the time The person is alive Just like organ harvesting People are alive when they take those organs. If you're dead for even two minutes and the oxygen is deprived from those organs for two minutes, they're, you're worthless. They're useless. This is why you see people put on life support. They're waiting for a buyer. And, and Marty,
3: why do you think yes. they did that Senate Bill 994 in Florida is to cover up the criminal activity they're doing, killing these people and cremating and giving them legal Law, creating laws to allow them to cremate the bodies right away so you can't yep. do an autopsy or the family can't petition to
1: stop it. Yep. 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 And and that's the whole thing, too. Um, they have got this system uh, just down. I mean, how they do it, but it's all covert. It's all undercover. It's all secret. Um, mm-hmm. And if what you're doing is right and necessary, and the right thing to do. Why are you hiding? Exactly. Yeah. Why are you hiding? I want and to know. I think,
3: and I think, Marty, when when they started picking certain people to take their loved ones, and then what they did was say, oh, this is uh isolated incident. Like, say they go to the DO, law enforcement. They like, short, mm-hmm. well, shut your mouth, go home. There's no crime being committed. But then people started doing research and finding folks like yourself to advocate and expose the corruption. They realized, wait a second, the same thing happened to me, happened to them, and them, and them. Yeah, yeah. Goes on to hundreds and thousands. So now what has happened is they got a coalition of hundreds of thousands of victims coming together, and now they're scared because they don't know how to handle that. Thinking, okay, you got lobbyists, you got attorneys being victimized, you got (laughs) doctors victimized, and. Uh, Business people and they're all coming together to expose it and to work
1: together as a team to change it. And they don't like us. Yeah, no. And they send out they send out provocateurs, people that um, this lands in the glory hog category. But they send out people who supposedly are advocating for the same thing you are, but are actually there to derail everything to cause problems. And they've they've been quite effective. So many people have caught on to this that um, we you know it basically they're they're they've been disempowered. Um, But it just this is the whole thing. And like I say, for the federal government to sit there and say, well, we can't we can't get involved. What do you mean? You got your nose in everything else. What do you mean you can't help with this? You know. And but it, it just. I don't know. I feel like this is the year. I feel like this is the time that we're going to change this. And this is the year. Uh, yeah, I just and I've talked to more people, uh, Peggy. When we came back up after the winter break, after Christmas and the New Year, mm-hmm. actually, honest to God, we were just bombarded with people. And, of course, you have to pick through them because there's always scouts for the glory hogs that kind of try to come in, you know. And that's, and, uh, uh, that's really a shame. It really is. Yeah. Yes. And, um, uh, but they, they always, so you, you learn very quickly by what people say and how they answer you, um, how they approach you. You can pretty well pick them out. Uh, at first it was difficult, and uh, but it, not so much anymore. And but you have these people come in and to try and get something organized, keep going, you know. And it's been hard. I've been at this thirteen years. The most help I've ever had has been with Cause, and um, and I appreciate that Cause because you don't understand what you and Marty are doing. You guys are
3: critical. To lead the way for this movement. And like I told Marty, I don't think she realized how important she is. Me and Betty is so grateful for the work she does, and it helps us to uh, keep our momentum going positive and hard work, because we're not getting paid for any of the work we're doing, just like Marty. But this is not about money. This
2: is about lives, uh, liberty, yeah. and justice for us yes. all. That's the way I look at it.
1: Yep. I learned that, that so much from you, is.
2: Marty. And I, oh. I, I'm very honored that you think that I'm like very helpful. I am just riding Marty's coattails. I've learned you so much in this stop that. going and you know, Marty, <laughs> I believe isn't it in April we're gonna have our three year anniversary?
3: That's, That's wonderful. wonderful. wow. Yeah, Marty and I long. have
2: been. Yeah, Marty and I have been shaking it up for three years. She, she kept me around for three years. I'm very honored.
3: Cause <laughs> every time I go on the. Sh- show with Marty. I always learn something and that's to speak volumes to Marty. Yeah. Well,
1: I I don't have any desire you, to be a celebrity or anything else. <laughs> I just don't care. I I just do not care. No. Um what I here's I want what's this cool crap to about stop. you.
2: Exactly. And here's what's cool about Marty. Uh, we could all of a sudden bring up some topic out of left field that no one was researching. And, Marty, you'd know all about it. We'd <laughs> name some politician or something, and you'd be like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. You just, like, have all the facts and figures. just and like, exactly. I'm like, like a
3: Wikipedia that goes on and on and on, and you can learn yeah. so much with Colberti. We're so grateful to ever have uh, met Marty. I mean, she's like a gold mine. Yeah. People don't realize that she is the key to help us get to, to abolish
1: these guardianships.
3: Yeah. And I'm serious when I say that,
1: Marty. You just don't realize yeah. how important you are. I, I just, like I say, it isn't my intent to be any celebrity or, you know, anything else. I want this stuff stopped. I want it no, stopped. I know right. you're serious, and, and I take it you know. serious, Marty. Yeah. 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 I, um. Uh, you know, I'll do whatever I have to.
2: And I, while, oh, I while we were talking, I got a message from, from our sweet Debbie True, and she looked up oh, those yeah? area codes. Yeah, I, w- okay. I lose. I'm the loser. So the Adhose are not okay. tuning in as much as we thought. We have Anchorage, Alaska is the 907, and 918 is Tulsa. Yeah, we got uh, 918 is Tulsa, Oklahoma. Thank you, Debbie. We love you. Yes, thank
1: you, thank you. Uh, now, see that uh, show I do with Tanya H- uh, Hathaway that she hosts mm-hmm. on Sunday night um, is out. It, it's focused on Oklahoma, mostly the prison system, but she ferries off into other things too. And um, they're listening. Uh, yeah, and they stream it on Stephen Burke's Lighthouse Christian Radio locally, and those are Hopefully. all nine one eight numbers. So, yeah, that's uh oh, we'll
2: have to <laughs> yeah. get our. Pastor Lightning Bolt from Montgomery County.
1: There you go. Have him come on when
2: they're streaming and have him yes. have him tell have him tell me like my how I have to forgive and all that. Yeah. He has to he has to calm us down, huh, Marty? When we get so riled yes. up. But anyway, his <laughs> congregation is they are not happy what's going on in their neck of the woods. So we are definitely. Yeah. Keeping them posted, and they are they are they are liking us we'll have to we'll have to get', we'll have to get them on and have him stream to Oklahoma, yeah, that would be good, yeah, mm-hmm. and then we've got
1: a gentleman from New Zealand that wants to come on, Chris from Australia is gonna be coming back on here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we have also another lady boy. out of yes, we have another lady out of England who wants to come on. Um, The show does go globally thanks to Blog Talk, and our stats in other countries are steadily growing. But the the reason they are is not because I'm such a beach. It's because this is a global (laughs) issue. They are doing this everywhere,
0: and they're
1: running into the same walls we are. Oh, no, that isn't happening. Oh, you must have done something wrong, or they wouldn't have done that. Um, Mm Oh, no, we can't help you. We can't get into that. No, um, mm -hmm. you get into everything else, you jackass. Um, And now you say that big um, data collection center that they just built here a few years back down in Bluffdale, uh, Utah. Ten acres of computers that are collecting every word you say, every phone call you make, every email you send, every piece of – I don't know if you know or not, but at the post office they snapshot every piece of mail that comes to you. And um, and it's all recorded there, and um, it like I say that this is in case they want to they develop a dossier on everybody in case they want to charge you with a crime later on. They go to this and they use all this information in there to fabricate a case. And um, yeah, and if
3: you ever so they see
1: something facts, Marty, like the black stripes, that's where the FBI is taking
3: it for their machines too. So look and see if you yeah. have any kind of black lines for your envelopes and stuff, that's where the FBI takes it and they screen all your information and, and keep copies mm-hmm. of it and then submit it to you after they've done screening.
2: Yep. Oh my gosh. I got to tell you some funny mail that I've gotten. I actually just got one like a couple of days ago. So for the bakery, I do the restaurant show and every once in a while I get love letters from inmates. It's so gross. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. So one of them, one of them one time, so. I don't even read them anymore. I'm like they'll be stamped on the back, like this letter came from a jail. But the one I just got recent, it came from a jail in Maryland, which I thought was really weird that they would be watching something that I did. But anyway, one said that I was so beautiful it was hard to even lay eyes on me, and it was so oh. cute. My husband's oh. like, "Ooh, I gotta up my game." <laughs> yeah, but now what? Are, what are they gonna do when they see when they see the kind of mail I've gotten? Because it's kind of creepy. Yeah, but it's I don't not know. Like We'll yeah. Yeah. Pages, yeah did you, every
1: time did
2: turn, you? Guys, turn,
1: yeah. Do you get these uh, things from guys, and it's a distant picture of a guy in a uniform standing next to an American flag, and you really can't make him out? And he saw my I picture. I don't get that. Oh my goodness! I've gotten so many of them. I've lost count. He saw my picture, and he just couldn't get me off his mind. And um, he's on a peacekeeping mission in Syria or Afghanistan, or Iraq, and the U.N. sent him there. And then, uh, yeah, thanks. Well, thanks for stopping by. I see you. Come back later. Can you help me get home? I, I don't know what a ticket costs, but, buddy, if the U.N. sent you there, the U.N. will bring you home. Take yeah, off. yeah, they will. Uh, but I can't yeah, believe no. the men, like on Facebook, and you can see what I'm about. I'm not out there. I've told them I'm not on here to hook up, you know. Uh, exactly. But just, just the constant, constant. Uh, I'd like to get to know you better. Can we talk? Uh, where are you at? People I'd like to come meet you. And
2: people must Say fall what? for it. Or why are they sending a people must fall for it? Or why are they doing yeah. this? Cause it's like yeah. the first time I got the love letter from the jail, it really creeped me out now. And then I said something when I was at the TV station and then, Oh yeah, I guess this happens. So, yeah, I just got
1: yeah. another one. So if, now after have to take of my ham, Oh, my gosh. I would like to oh, think wow. at this age. I'm, I'm a hot mama, but I wasn't even a hot mama when I was 50 years younger. You know, come on. We've got about oh, five minutes I left here. Oh, I bet you girl. were. I bet I wasn't. And uh, <laughs> But uh, we got about five minutes left here. Peggy, I want to thank you for calling in. And we'll be doing more on her petition and her organization on Tuesday night, 7 Central. She'll be back with Betty, and uh, we'll be talking more about this, and we'll have all the hookup information for you and everything. And we need people to participate. For God's sake, it doesn't yeah. require you doing anything but signing. We need people mm-hmm. to participate. Um, you know, this whole attitude of "oh, they wouldn't do that," blah blah blah. Uh, you guys are lying. Is real good till so you have to come back to me and go, "You were right," and they just did this to my. Ma-. Don't don't call me. Don't call me. You know, why would thousands of people tell the same lie? Uh, And they need
3: to also think about something, Marty. This is another (laughs) show we need to do with the Social Security. They are targeting people that are getting ready to retire for the uh, SSI check. And they're trying yep. to put these people in a shop. I shop. We could have stories after night after night to get people to sign petitions if that's what it takes. We'll show you yep. the evidence, folks,
1: you're going to be taking. I can guarantee you. So you need to sign yeah. this petition to protect yourself. Yes. Well, and that's just it, too. Don't think you have to have a house and assets and all kinds exactly. of money for them to target you. We have that Mary Rowan up there in uh, Detroit, mm-hmm. 1,700 wards. And she's made herself the assigned payee on all their Social Security, railroad retirement if they have it, military retirement if they have it. And she lives the good Mm -hmm. life and stashes these people in residential homes that have never been inspected. And, of course, here two or three years ago, one caught fire and five people burned to death in it. She wasn't charged with anything, and they've given her more since then. So, you know, as our good friend Marcel pointed out to me, one person in the community on Social Security can generate as much as a million dollars a year in services and funding and this and that and something else. So don't think just because you're getting just a Social Security check and that's all you've got.
3: That is um, true.
1: That 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 you you won't be targeted because you can a 100 people like that. Uh, we're talking about some major change, you know, in your bank account. And to just take this money, give the people, they're only required to give them $42 a month out of that money for spending.
2: Well, Uh, I mean, people need to realize it's easier if you're going to steal from people. So let's say that all your, that your 900,000 listeners that listen every week, if they all gave us a dollar, (laughs) we'd have $900,000. So everyone go right now, donate a dollar. We would have $900,000. It's so much easier to steal a dollar from, you know, someone here and there than to go and steal a big $900,000 embezzlement. It's so much easier. And that's the same with some of these guardians. I think they have different ranks of guardians. One is going to get, you know, they're going to make it on, they're going to be like the fast food guardian. They're going to like, you know, do volume, but have cheap price. And then there's a higher end steakhouse guardian. They're going to have, you know, the Daddy Warbucks kind of rich guy that they're guardianizing. And then, you know, they're all, they're all making money. It's just going to be what level of you know, yes.
1: person are they getting? Well, this time has gone fast. We've only got a couple minutes left here again, Peggy. No. Thank you for calling in. Well, Casi, thank you for having as us all. We
3: appreciate
1: it. Well, and we'll be talking to you Tuesday night. They'll be back on Tuesday night. So, um, yes. and talking about the petition and USA Guardianship Task Force. And, um, and like I say, for God's sake, the least you can do is sign. The least you can do. And um, at least you did something. But we, we need to get this spring up. Yes. And, um, and if you're over 50 in this country, I think 60, but other people say, no, it's 50. Your life is in danger. Somebody has already targeted you. It's just when. And um, so think about that. Anyway, uh, we'll be back Sunday night with Tanya Hathaway and Injustice in Oklahoma. She's covered, done quite an extensive amount of work there, helped to get one man off a death row. And DNA proved he was nowhere near the crime committed. And um, she wasn't totally responsible, but helped, you know. And she has done a lot of good work out there. Anyway, we'll be back with her Monday night with John McCron. And then Tuesday uh, with you, Peggy. And um, then Marcia Joyner should be on with uh, Murdered by Hospice, Betrayed by Hospice. On Wednesday night, Thursday night, I'm hoping to get the Whistleblower Show back up and going. We've got some... um, technical, let me put it that way, difficulties with that. And we'll be back next Friday night. So I have a few things to do this week. Anyway, you all have a good evening. Kazi, thank you. Peggy, thank you. Thank you. And everybody, thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate the support. And we'll talk to you next week. Good night, everybody. Good night. night.